You're listening to the Arrowhead Live Podcast Network. Thank you, Kansas City. We did it, baby. What up, Chiefs fans? Welcome into another edition of the Kingdom Rewind. I am your host, Sean Dixon. And joining with me, as always, is Chad Goforth and Steve Nelson. Uh, Brother Jimmy Nelson is uh, still at the Academy uh, working his butt off. So hats off to him, and we miss you. Uh, but uh, we'll drive along without him. So, guys, how's it going? Speaking of working butts off, how's Sue doing? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Damn it. Right off the bat. What the hell? <laughs> Got him. Now, that was funny. At first, I didn't know who was speaking, if it was Steve or Sean. So, Sean, thank you for telling us your, all your your name because I did not know exactly who was speaking. At first. <laughs> Yeah, we're identical. I should be his brother. But then I couldn't tag his mom, so. Oh, <laughs> uh, I had to. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so, uh, like I said earlier, how you guys doing? <laughs> doing pretty good. Um, I, yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, same old, same old. Same, same old, same old. Different toilet. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. I hope that pays out for you, Cotton. <laughs> I liked it. Um, I'm sure it will. <laughs> that's not going to be something I can keep a straight face through, so it's going to be hard. Um, <clears throat> it's, never mind. Keep going. Yeah. Move away from the yeah, straight we'll, face comment. M- moving on. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, today we're gonna, you know, we're gonna go into the the final act of our AFL series. Uh, I'm gonna close it out. You know, we left <laughs> off with the Chiefs, with with the Chiefs moving to Kansas City, and you, you know, here in a little bit we'll get into what happens next, and uh, then we're gonna go talk about. It's been a few weeks since we've been on uh, technical difficulties, people being gone, you know, a lot of different stuff. But uh, we're gonna recap the uh, the two losses that the Chiefs have had. Uh, this year and uh, can't wait we'll to talk look, about we'll, it. Uh, talk yeah. about the the latest free free agent acquisition and uh, move on to this week against the Eagles. But before we get to that, Chad, give us your douchebag of the week. Your mother was brutally murdered by man, and you are in a puddle of tears in the middle of the snowy meadow. Then along comes your absentee tea dad, who has been too busy with his career as great prince of the forest, to bother parenting you. Does he offer you comforting words, encouragement for the future, or even mirror and dolence? Sorry, your mom got her brains blown out. Nope. All you get is, get up, Bambi. Your mother can't be with you anymore. So, yep, he's basically telling his kid to stop crying and get over it. Way to kick a guy when he's down. His voice is so cold and motionless. You can at least parent your, you know, pretend to care about your kid, you douche. And this is why Bambi's dad is your douchebag of the week. Wow. I never really thought about it that way. I've never given a single thought about Bambi's dad. That was really rough, too. 
<laughs> that, that was rough. I, I, you know, well, you know what? Screw him. <laughs> no, I wasn't talking about that. I expect that from a buck. But I was talking about my reading was yeah. really rough. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're, you'll get there. Not with all the crowd. <laughs> no, I'll drink a crown. Holy crap. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. I liked it. It'll, it it'll get you every time. Uh, every yeah. Time. So, but this is. This is an NFL show, so I like to give us at this time some some NFL facts, and uh, I've written some down here. Only one team has ever won three NFL championships in a row, and it wasn't during the Super Bowl era. Well, it kind of was during the Super Bowl era, but that was the Vince Lombardi-led Green Bay Packers. And the reason I say it was kind of is because two of those victories were the first two Super Bowls, but they actually won the NFL championship the year before in 1965. So they are technically the only team to win three championships in a row in the NFL. Um, another fact of all the players that are not kickers or punters, only two NFL players have played in over 300 games, Jerry Rice and Brett Favre. And the last time the Kansas City Chiefs lost two straight games. Do you guys remember what happened last time, last time the Chiefs have lost two straight games? Did we win the did Super Bowl? We, no, we won. Didn't we like go ten and one ten in a row? Or do we win the Super Bowl? Damn it! Both both of those are correct. Yeah. What else happened? The game after Patrick Mahomes dislocated his kneecap. Oh. So, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Why would you oh, do man. that? Like to like to lighten that mood. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So against the Broncos. Patrick Mahomes went down. We did win that game, though. We blew out the Broncos, but we had to do it with, uh, holy crap, his name escapes, Matt Moore. Yeah, Matt Moore had to come in and, and finish the My job cousin. that Pat had started. Uh, yeah, your cousin, Matt. And, uh, yeah, so those are your NFL facts. Thanks for bearing with me on that. So this is where, you know, like I said earlier in the show, when we introduced everything, we were going to finish up our AFL series. Um, you know, where we last left off, Lamar had taken, had realized that Texas couldn't support two NFL teams at the time, or at least the city of Dallas couldn't. And, uh, you know, there was also some shenanigans by the NFL trying to get him out of the league. So he, he felt it was the team's best interest to move them to their own city where they didn't have to share with another club. And that's when he moved them to Kansas City. Uh, they picked the name Chiefs with a, with a, uh, <laughs> I got beeped. I wasn't even cursing. What? Uh, <laughs> My apologies. That was a total accident. That's all right. Maybe maybe you felet something coming. But uh, I stubbed my, stub my toe. Sorry. <laughs> stub this toe. Uh, no. Uh, so you know they ran an ad to pick the name, and Lamar Hunt took some of the ideas. Plus, with the name of the mayor, uh, they decided on the Chiefs, and that's where we are now with. Uh, the Chiefs starting their tenure in Kansas City, uh, they were able to bring in three new draft picks, Buck Buchanan, guard Ed Budd, and linebacker Bobby Bell. Now, I don't have 100% notes on this, but <laughs> I know Buck Buchanan and Bobby Bell are Hall of Famers. I'm not entirely sure about Ed Budd as the guard, but I know he was he was pivotal on that offensive line through both of their Super Bowls. So obviously three great draft picks to start their tenure. But they ended up with a rough start in Kansas City. In 63, 1963, uh, they had their last exhibition game, like their preseason game. And running back Stone Johnson broke his neck in that game. Two oh, weeks wow. later, he would die. 
Ooh. So, uh, mm. you know, kind of a kind of a rough start to the to a brand new organization. Uh, they would go on to only win five games that season and finish third in the division. Uh, 64 was when the AFL started doing bigger things. The AFL landed a big contract with NBC, which would give them kind of the money to compete for signing these rookies. Uh, because at the time when they would draft, the AFL and the NFL could draft the same player, and that player would choose who to go with. More, more times than not, they go with the NFL because the NFL had the money. Now this gave the AFL a little more playing field to bring in those big, <clears throat> those big talent players. But that wasn't going to come into effect till 1965. The contract was agreed on 64, but 64 they still had to deal with, uh, you know, the money problems and stuff. The Chiefs would go win two more games that year and finish second in the division. Um, you know, so so it looked like maybe they were getting a little better. Uh, 1965 rolled around. The Chiefs actually drafted Gale Sayers, like the pivotal running back for the Chicago Bears. The Chiefs drafted him, but because it was still uh, you, NFL could still draft the same player. Uh, the Bears draft him, and he decided to go to Chicago. Uh, the Chiefs all finished with seven wins that year and third in the division. So they felt the same amount of wins, but they filled out, fell down a spot in the division. Uh, 1966 was when things started to change for the Chiefs as an organization. Uh, as the AFL was growing already, the Chiefs finally get into the stride here. Um, they To not make the same mistakes they made with Gil Sayers, they drafted uh, Heisman Trophy winner Mike Garrett and then paid him a large sum of money to choose the Chiefs. Um, Al Davis... The owner of Abu, yeah, the owner of the Oakland Raiders, uh, which I think he was just the general manager at the time, uh, started recruiting players from NFL squads. Instead of recruiting college players to come sign with their team when they were drafted, he would try to poach NFL players. And some of the AFL and NFL owners saw this as detrimental to both teams, uh, both both leagues. And several owners, you know, they, they thought this may be the time where we're going to end up screwing us both, so we need to get together and maybe think about a merger. And this is when the talks secretly started happening with Lamar Hunt and uh, the Dallas owner, Textram. Uh, they would get together with the, some of the other owners from both sides and start talking about a merger, which was officially announced in 1966, June 8th of 1966. The merger was officially announced. Now, it was a merger that was basically under the terms of the agreement the two leagues would hold a common player draft means that you couldn't like Gale Sayers if he was drafted by the Chiefs he had to go play for the Chiefs there would be a title game between the two teams which would later be called the Super Bowl um, and the two leagues would be fully merged in 1970 with Pete Rozelle taking over as the NFL commissioner like he was then uh, and uh, the league would remain the name of the NFL but uh, but you know, they would basically be accepting the AFL as a part of their own. And uh, so th- that was great for the AFL. Even better for the Kansas State Chiefs as they finished with 11 wins that season, winning the division and beating the Buffalo Bills in the AFL title game. They would go on to face the Packers in the first AFL-NFL championship, which would be later called Super Bowl One. And thanks to Lamar Hunt, that's how that term was coined. Uh, he said that he had... He had saw his daughter bouncing a Super Bowl, and that's how he came up with it. Kind of a lame story. I don't know. But 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 he is the one who coined the term Super Bowl. And the Chiefs lost the first Super Bowl 35-10 to to Bart Starr and the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the Packers would actually win the first two Super Bowls, which didn't help the AFL in proving they were an equal team with the NFL, until the third Super Bowl 
when uh, <clears throat> the Jets would face uh, the Baltimore Colts and Broadway Joe Namath, who is now kind of the face of the league, uh, guaranteed a victory and went on to actually prove that victory, winning the first AFL Super Bowl or the, being the first team to win a Super Bowl from the AFL. Steve, your thoughts? Hey, hey Sean, did you know that the Packers are the only team to win three championships in a row? I did know that. <laughs> I did. I did. That's. I thank you for listening. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's a good callback. <laughs> so yes, yes. Uh, on their way to winning those three, two of them were Super Bowls, and uh, you know, then the Super Bowl three, the uh, the Jets stepped in and, and finally won one for the AFL, and. It was kind of thought of as a fluke until the very next year, Super Bowl four, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Minnesota Vikings twenty three to seven. Lynn Dawson, quarterback, was named MVP. Um, you know the Chiefs' defense dominated by lim- limiting the Minnesota offense to only sixty seven rushing yards, forcing three interceptions and recovering two turnovers or two fumbles. But Lynn Dawson was the MVP. That's kind of weird. Uh, And that's kind of how we're going to close out the AFL series. I did want to mention one thing. That was not the last AFL game because that's when the merger happened in 1970. So that was the last AFL-NFL Super Bowl where they were two separate leagues. After that Super Bowl, they eventually became a merger. But that was not the last AFL game. Do you guys know what the last AFL game was? No, No. I did not. Please tell me. It was the... It was the AFL All-Star Game held in Houston on January 17, 1970. Do you know who carried the ball on the last play in AFL history? I do. Who is it? I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) Was it Lynn Dawson? I don't know. No, No. Steve? Um, come on, Google. He's, he's Google. <laughs> Look at me, Steve. <laughs> uh, I I don't know off the top of my head. Just say uh, it. I'll give you a hint. He really murdered the defensive backs. OJ. OJ Simpson. <laughs> yeah. OJ. <laughs> Shout out OJ to OJ. Was the last person to carry a ball for the AFL. <laughs> as you're drinking your as screwdriver. I'm, Shout out yeah. to OJ. <laughs> Maybe that's what he used if he would have done it. Yes. Maybe, a screwdriver. Maybe he <laughs> yeah, screwdriver. That'd be brutal. He cut her head off, didn't he? <laughs> Thank you, Buffalo. Damn Bills, near for drafting OJ for we can have these jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, more mad. I'm more. I'm more mad about the Tradashians. About the tra- <laughs> Tradashian. That sounds like a dinosaur. <laughs> No, I combine Kardashians and Trashians or trash. I get it. That's that's pretty good. Like Your mom gets play. it. I didn't realize that OJ's. I mean, I I, I should have realized because I knew they both played for the Bills, but I didn't realize that Marty Schottenheimer and OJ Simpson, same team. It's crazy. Two different uh, two different <laughs> aspects. Well, <laughs> one of the most Marty. one of the most well respected. Former players and coaches of all time versus OJ. <laughs> hey, but have you have you seen him on Twitter though? Juice is loose. Hey, Twitter world. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good on Twitter. <laughs> God damn yeah, it! Shout out to OJ. 
Yeah. Something <laughs> hey, like proven that. Innocent until proven guilty. You know, it's, it's, I didn't make up the judicial system. It just panned out for him, I guess. Yeah. Don't but, take that uh, arthritis medication either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that, that'll do it for our AFL series. I, you know, we had it in three parts and kind of, you know, we could we we could have stretched out a lot longer. It could have been a lot more boring, but we had a lot more details to give into it. Um, it was. I really do think they need to make a movie about this. It such a such a crazy deal. How Lamar Hunt just had this dream and and brought it to reality, and that's why we have the Kansas City Chiefs today. I'll give you a, I'll give you a clap, Sean, for doing the AFL series. I know you wanted to do Thanks. that. I'm, I'm, I'm re- reading reading the the messages from the fans. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I think I was covering it up pretty good. I was clapping and talking, but now you now they know you talking about me. Oh, okay. So you were talking about what I was typing about about your your mom. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Thank you for clarifying, Steve. Just just trying to stay on the same page, guys. This this is the fun part of the show where we go around the AFC West. Are you guys excited? Yeah, Um, yeah. totally. So just a brief recap: Broncos are three and zero, Raiders are three and zero, Chargers are now unfortunately two and one. Thoughts on the AFC West, guys? I think that the Raiders are being put on a pedestal that they haven't earned yet. They've Facts. won two of their games, have been in overtime victories, and um, besides that, Denver, I'm not buying that either because they've had the easiest schedule to start any NFL season of all time, and they're all thumping their chest about how they're they're beating everybody. Well, when you play the Jets and the Jaguars and whoever the hell else. Who, who was the other game that they played? Uh, Giants. Giants. Yeah, that's right, the Giants. Yeah. Which I very well think that could go one, uh, picks one, two, and three. <laughs> yeah. You know, fun fact. How many people in the AFC West have blown out the Giants, held the Giants to zero? How many? The AFC West. Of the AFC West? Yeah. It's an easy number to guess. Is it one? Yeah, it's one. Because <laughs> I don't think the other teams have played them. <laughs> so, well, no, because I was just on AFC West trash talk on Facebook. If you oh get boy. on there, yeah. it, it, there's so much stuff going on. And one of them was, how many teams out of the whole NFL career have the um, Jets been shut down to zero in the AFC West? And everyone's like, well, I don't know. Like, Just one, Broncos. I'm like, okay, one, you have too much time on your hand. Two, you guys are all <laughs> sounding dumb. It's only week three right now, going into week four. And you guys, mm-hmm. and Broncos fans are just loving this. And what I like about it is I, I agree with, like, with Raiders, what Steve was saying about the Raiders, Chargers, I don't really care about. What I like about it is the power rankings for week four. The top ten, you have the Rams, the Bucks, Buffalo Bills, Green Bay. You have Raiders are in there at number, at number five. You have Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens, the Cardinals, and then you, for some reason, you have the Chargers, which is two and one, and then you have Kansas City Chiefs, which is one yeah. and two. Where's the Broncos at? I have no idea. They're not in the top ten, but all the Broncos fans are all, you know, celebrating like they won the Super Bowl already. Yeah. Like now that your loss is coming next week, bud. Right. Well, the Giants and Jaguars and Jets have all they've won. None of them they have, have won a game. Yeah. Zero and nine combined. They have, 
they yeah they have yet to beat a team that has a has won a game yet. They're gonna play the Ravens. I think it's a very good game just because I'm not. I know the Ravens beat us, but honestly, we beat ourselves in that game, much like we did against the Chargers. Um, so I don't really know. You know, I still think I still think that the Ravens are hit and miss sometimes. Uh, you know, the the Raiders and Chargers play each other. That that's to me that's a that's a game that you know you're going to get someone to lose and someone to win. You need them both to lose, and it's not going to happen. So, so who do you go I think for? Hopefully, I think I think the Chargers just because they have a worse record. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, they also have a tiebreaker over you because they beat you. Yeah, but, but the Raiders have a tiebreaker too because they beat the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, and it's still so early. We don't know how it's all going to shake out. So, I would right. like to, you know, maybe we could uh, go on a little run and get ourselves back in the in the right spot and having yep. some losses mixed into the, the the division would help us out in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, you get the Raiders to lose one, and then you pick up a game against them. Then, then you know that looks a little better. Um, but you know you're also going to have to pick up games against the Broncos and Chargers. But that's why you play them twice. You can pick up those games by just beating them, and uh, that's what they should have done last week by beating the Chargers. But let's you know it's been a couple of weeks since we've been off. Let's get into the Ravens game first. Uh, real, real, I mean, real quick, real quick. Go ahead, Chad. Just to get on this top. Do you remember? Like I can't remember where we lost, went one in five, and we still made it to the playoffs with Alex Smith. I do. I, I like, definitely do. So I mean, like we're, I can't worry yet. Like so, and you said right. we're going to move on to the Ravens game, right, Sean? Yeah, I mean, we can just talk about both losses in general. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So on uh, both losses, suck. like when I was watching the game, like with the Baltimore Ravens, I was like, okay, this this is kind of. It sucks, but I kind of had that feeling that we were going to lose at one point, and I'm like, and I didn't get mad about it. I just kind of chuckled about it, and I don't know why. And then the last week's game against the Chargers, I chuckled about it, and I'm like, I'm not even mad. Like I think I got, I don't know what's like. More maybe I was confused. I don't know, but I just like okay, something's something's not right. But this is kind of funny to me because I feel like we're going to start winning again. I don't know if it's because we have. Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill were eventually going to jail and all that, but I just, I just laughing at these two losses for some reason. I maybe you can tell me why I'm laughing, Sean. Well, because you know both games we had the ball at the end to do something, and we did, and we turned it over. It's not usually what we do, and and you know the the Clyde Edwards Hilaire fumble. I mean, yeah, that's he said two games with two two fumbles. I mean, I, I you know, hopefully, hopefully he puts that to an end. But, but at the end of the day, it, it, that becomes a problem. But then again, you've got Pat throwing three picks in September when he's never thrown picks in September. So, um, you know, Mahomes threw a pick in that Ravens game with an eleven point lead, and and then that that started. Then they went down, and scored, and cut the lead, and then and then you know later in the game we fumble uh, when all we need. It, the game's tied, and all we need is a field goal to win it, and and that's when Everett Hilaire fumbles. The second second game, uh, you know, we had four turnovers, and one of them being a pick at the end when when you know we needed, you know, uh, uh, that, I guess that's the one. I'm sorry, I think I got the games confused. That's the one we were tied, and and it just, you know, it's not that's not how the Chiefs' offense usually plays. 
Um, but it's not all on the offense, though, right? I mean, you know, the defense wasn't perfect by any means. And, you know, I know Jimmy's not here to give us the, the take on the defense or anything like that. But I can stand but in thought, for this because I'm, yeah, I'm kind of switching give me, gears. We yeah, played piss poor defense. defense. Okay, Baltimore was the most atrocious defense that we've played in a very long time. Like, yeah. we, they made us look like we usually make other teams look except for they were doing it on the ground. Like, we didn't know how to read an option. We didn't – like, Chris Jones being out on the edge is all fine and dandy, except for he's got to make that – instead of just being a bull rusher in the middle, he has he's now forced to read Lamar Jackson if he's going to pitch it or keep it. And how many times did he get, like, uh, and then, like, basically fall flat on his face while he gets ran right past – He's not. He's not in a position to win out there, so I know that it, they yeah. briefly talked about bringing him back inside, but I don't know. I don't. I think that is also a knee jerk reaction because we're not, not always going to face these teams. Because the fact of the matter is that while our defense didn't play perfect in the second loss, they looked better than they did against Baltimore. But yeah. Absolutely. So on on your thing about Chris Jones, um, one the coaches should have said always go for Lamar Jackson because eight out of 10 times, he's going to keep it no matter what, because he wants the glory. He wants to be the person who carries the ball and he wants all the, the spotlight on him. And that's why I feel like Lamar Jackson is, he should be my douchebag of the week because I don't think he's a team player. Like he has so many times he could pass the ball that, okay, what's that look for Steve? I don't think he's a team player. He's well, not a team I think, player. I think, I think he's their main back. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, but I think I think he wants it to be that way. I think he wants to be able to. I don't hey, look, think I he does. Ran. I don't think he wants to put the whole team on his shoulders. But I don't. I haven't talked. to I him will say lately, he's so he's a run know. first quarterback. He is a run yeah. first quarterback. That's for sure. He doesn't like, want to put the put the game with his arm because he can't do it. Yeah, and, and that's but what I was thinking. My, my, but go ahead. My point of uh, Chris Jones having to be like that. Like whenever you're playing football and you're, you know, certain position on, on the end, you're forced to contain. So you're yeah. supposed to funnel back inside where you're supposed to have help. So if he just goes, then he gets pitched out and they beat him on the outside, then he doesn't do his job. So and, and I, that, that's I agree. The only with, reason. No, I, I do agree with you on that point. I don't like what Jimmy said when we are talking about him being moved out to the, the end is he doesn't know – if he's going to be fast enough. And I think Jimmy might be in right. I don't think Chris Jones is going to be fast enough to get to the edge. And, you know, like he's not like a Justin Houston. Oh, well, I mean, I guess it's not the same position, but he's not, he's just not fast. It, it, it actually is. It kind of is. I mean, it just depends on what set you're in. Either, either you're going to have your hand in the dirt or you're going to, you're going to be on up on the feet, but really you're, you're a deep pass rushing. You're a pass rusher basically. Yeah. And you have to have the speed. You know, Jared Allen was a 4-3 defensive end. I don't think he's as fast as Jared Allen. Uh, you know, and, and so if you were to convert those outside, those three, four outside linebackers, you would put them as defensive end. But they'd be doing the same job, basically. And you have to have that kind of speed. And, and you're exactly right. Yeah. He may not be fast enough to do it. Like, I do, like, I wish they would kind of maybe try to put him at – you know, back in the center, you know, going up, you going straight there because he last year he did do his job. People were saying that he wasn't getting the snacks and all that, but he was being double teamed. 
he was taking two offensive linemen away from and letting the other people go in and try to get pressure on the quarterback. Like I feel like Chris Jones was doing his job last year and maybe put him back in the, you know, right there in the middle, getting beat up and beating people up and just go back to that. Yeah, so so to that point, putting him back inside, the reason they were able to kick him outside is because they brought in Jerron Reed. Jerron Reed was supposed to replace Chris Jones on the inside. I haven't heard his call, name called all season. Now who's that? And usually when you don't call he, – exactly. He's the defensive tackle that's supposed to be – how many times do we hear Chris Jones' name called? He's always making a play. Jerron Reed hasn't done crap. And the Ravens ran 251 yards on us, averaged six-point yards a rush. When – Three of their running backs were on IR, and their leading rusher was Lamar Jackson. Their running back, Lamar Jackson. And the problem is, is that I actually meant to say quarterback. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That makes, I'm going to complain that back later. Uh, but but uh, no, the, the problem is, is that he's not, they're not getting off their blocks. He's not getting off their blocks and making a presence to where to where now they're able to run all over us. They're able to set up the play action on us because they can run all over us, which eliminates what Chris Jones can do from the edge. And my final thought on the defense is where is one Thornhill? <laughs> like, like nice I know we went, from, we went from pass rushers to secondary, but I am tired of seeing Dirty Dan. I was all for Dirty Dan last year. Last year I was the president of the Dirty Dan fan club. You know, but now I'm ready to see some one Thornhill, and I don't know where the hell he is. <laughs> yeah, I, got I have some... no idea. Go ahead, Steve. No, that, that I, I have no idea. Uh, I was going to say, nope. um, maybe the thing is, last year Dirty Dan was doing his job because I hated him so much. And every time <laughs> I would hate Dirty Dan, he would come in and say, hey, Chad, you can't hate me, because he would come through at the end. So maybe I need to start hating them again. I hate you, Dirty Dan. How about that? Now do something. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I think some of those plays. Now, now, I, granted, I think the secondary has actually made some decent plays. Um, God, in that Ravens game, it was nice to see Matthew back. I mean, he made his presence known immediately. Um, but I think Juan Thornhill is a good player. I think he makes plays when he's in. And something's going on there where where he's not getting he's not getting the he's reps not getting that, the snaps. That, yeah, I don't know. And it's weird because I don't I don't know if there's some some sort of stuff going on between him and the coaching staff that we don't know about. But it just seems like he would make a difference there. I did I did want to say a side note on the Chargers game. Uh, the fourth and nine pass interference on DeAndre Baker was horseshit, and uh, which I'm not. I'm not here to complain about the referees. I do it in my spare time. I don't usually do it on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> but uh, for the nine was BS because because what happened later in the game when we had that Hail Mary, which I understand, low percentage making it, but yeah, you but shouldn't be able to tackle both our receivers yeah. and not get a call. <laughs> yeah. When that- you can call pass interference – on a fourth and nine and then call Dan Sorensen's number when it was DeAndre Baker you were calling on. One, yeah. Dan Sorensen's a white guy. You should be able to tell the difference. Two, he wears 49. And yeah. I, 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 I just so, completely horseshit. <laughs> so the thing is, the refs are going to make mistakes on who made the penalty. Eventually, it's going to come back to actually who made the penalty and all that. On the, on the you do stink. 
So on the yeah. on the sorry, no, I caught a the... whiff. It scared me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, Sean sniffed his armpit. But on that hell Mary, and, and I, I want to hear Steve's point uh, idea on this on this hell Mary. Like I have, have you ever seen them throw a pass interference on the offense or defense? Because there, it's a it's a big cluster. Beep. Because you know they're all pushing and shoving <laughs> on a hell. Yeah, it's a big cluster. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's dumb. But, you know, it's all, they're, all, they're all pushing and shoving and stuff. So they, they just never call a pass interference on on a Hail Mary. What do you think, Steve? Well, you know, you're, you're kind of right. I don't remember the last time I saw a penalty on a Hail Mary, and maybe that's just one of the unwritten things where they just let them play. And obviously I'm I know I've off. seen it. Okay, what game? When? I, I don't have that information. But okay, I then Steve shut your talk. mouth and let Steve talk. <laughs> but, but that's kind of my point is the fact that if it would have been them throwing it and then they, did, you know, there's a no no penalty, we would have been like, oh, thank God. You yeah. know, like it, it, it kind happens. It kind of did it to us on the fourth and nine. So I don't well, know. <laughs> you know, we can do this. We can play this game all day long, too. <laughs> if we didn't have four turnovers in this game, we wouldn't have to rely on a stupid Hail Mary at the end of the game to try and, and tie the game. Like, at the, that's yeah. the bottom line. We can sit here and bitch about the refs all day long, but why? We lost. We just need to, yeah. we just need to suck yep. it up, move on, and take it to the next week and – Get a, a get a win. Almost said it. Yeah. Almost, almost yeah. dropped another bomb. Sorry. So, <laughs> Steve, you're 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 right. Yeah, I mean, sometimes the rest calls horse horse crap calls. But if it's a close game like that, you should be more mad about the game being so close. Like we should yeah, never been in that situation where we had to do a hell mary, you know, or you know, like right. come back, try to come back and win. Even though I thought we might come back and win the last game, just because I just had that feeling, so I kind of chuckled afterwards since we didn't. But I, I just, you know, why? Why? Because we've gotten used to we've gotten used to that feeling now that we've had Mahomes. Yeah, like we're used yeah. to these yeah. heroics, and this is the first time that we're seeing a little bit of that adversity where we're still like. What what are the statistics on um, Patrick Mahomes' uh, losses? It's only one game, isn't it? Only one game that he's lost by more than one possession, and that was the Super Bowl. Is that I think correct? You might be right. Yeah. I think he's yeah, only think he's right. been within one possession of every single loss in his professional career as a starter. And these yeah. two losses were the same way. We just didn't get him to shake out on our end. We had a ton of adversity, like. It's and you know those guys aren't hanging their heads. They're pissed off about the about the losses, but the season's not over. Like we still got a long a lot of football left to play. Who do you blame more on for the losses? Like I want I want to know your guys' opinion on who you guys blame. I had that question in my notes. <laughs> I hacked you, the asshole. I hacked you. Well, <laughs> um. Great question, Chad. <laughs> I have a feeling that I already know. I already know what at least one of you will say about the Ravens' loss and who's to blame. And I'm ready to hardcore disagree with that decision. So I'll let I'll let Sean go first. Oh, uh, I think I think I'm going to surprise you with my answer. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes is to blame. 
Okay. That's not, <laughs> I thought you were going to try to blame it on the coaching staff. Because I, I heard uh, no. a lot of that after the fact no, about the you play pay, call. You pay Patrick Mahomes $500 million. He should have the ball in his hands at the end of the game, and he should be able to 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 make it happen. And twice, he did not. Now, I disagree with the play call to even run it in the situation in the Ravens game. And that's where I disagree with you. Because we texted about this, and I still don't agree with that. Do you know oh, why? You guys text him without me? You were in the text, Chad. <laughs> You just can't read. Like, I was in Colorado. <laughs> I wasn't getting your text. But what I was going to say is the fact that we knew that our defense was not – If we there was so much time that was still left on the clock that if we would have scored quickly and given them a ton of time to march down the field, they would have absolutely done so because they had been doing it to us the entire game. We got the nice. ball in position – that we could run the clock, and that's why I wanted them to run the ball so we didn't give them an opportunity because I didn't think that we would have to worry about the fumble. I didn't think we would have to worry about it. I was wrong. So You, you always have to worry about a fumble. Like when a running back's like – I just said you're always going to have to – it's going to happen. He, the guy's never not, not going to fumble. Name one running back that has no fumbles in his career. That's not my point. I'm talking about the discipline of the team, and clearly the discipline is not there right now. I don't know why you're yelling at me. I I just <laughs> saying I'm just saying words. I've been drinking Crown, Steve. So I'm just saying I, words. I, I'm feeling Jimmy's pop nipples like being like channeled through the airways here. Sorry, well, Steve. I love let you. Finish, let me let me finish those nipples off. Uh, uh, Sorry, that was weird. Uh, but no, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't disagree with running the ball. I disagree with running the ball at that time. You were not playing for a field goal. You should play for a touchdown. Go get down close enough to where you have a real good shot of getting a touchdown, like at the ten yard line. Then start running it. I don't think running it then because we weren't even in field goal range yet. So we didn't have a. We couldn't. We weren't even knowing where we were going to. score you know, be to score any points and you put the ball in somebody else's hands that is not the director of that offense. And that's Patrick Mahomes. Correct. However, how much time was still left on the clock at that, at that moment? Mm-hmm. It was I like don't a remember minute, actually. A minute 40 or something like that is within yeah, two. It was after the two minute. Okay. If, if the ball is thrown and it's an incomplete pass. What happens? Clock stops. Correct. So they pr- then did did we or did we not just complete like a bigger play? The clock was stopped, and we were trying to get the clock to start again. I can't remember because if I remember correctly, <laughs> if I remember if I remember correctly, the it was the the clock was stopped, and we were we ran it. And to start the clock, and that's why I thought it was a good play to get the clock moving. Yeah. So what do you I say mean, to that, sir? It wasn't a big play. It was a it was a seven yard pass. <laughs> no, but but was the clock stopped or was it moving? No, uh, he was inbounds. Okay. Well, never mind. I I don't know. I mean, you're right, 100. percent And a lot of this is hindsight. He fumbled, and I thought it was wrong because he fumbled. If he had ran the ball into the end zone, I'd be like, oh, my God, Andy Reid's a genius. 
<laughs> but but it didn't happen. And at the end of the day, just like we talked about with the Hail Mary, we're blaming one play when they should have never been in the situation in the first place. Correct. So, I mean, uh, I mean, I still I still blame Patrick Mahomes, especially for the Chargers game because he just seemed careless with the ball in both his picks. Well, and, okay, nah, I, I, okay, one of them definitely I agree with you was careless. Hang on, but the first <laughs> yeah. one was not his fault. That was not his fault. <laughs> that well, no. Okay, you have to agree that 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 inter that. Uh, I'm sorry. Tyreek Hill catches it. I will say that. Yeah. Well, no, uh, no. I'm talking Marcus about Kemp, the, maybe not. That's the one Kemp? I'm talking about, Marcus Kemp. Right, right. He should have caught Tyree that ball. Kill would catch that. So, oh, but I thought you were talking about Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's that's fumble, Kemp's first pass attempt. Like they threw to him the first time of the season. On that play, and it's here behind him, and he has to, and he's running the other way. So, but I get hey, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, they catch that ball. Wait, wait, hang on. Why was it behind him though? Why did he throw it behind him to get to the other because side? Because he wasn't looking at him. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> because he wasn't looking at. Is his his receiver? He was trying to do another cutesy, no look pass, and if he was actually looking him down, Kip had the run. He had like if he would have stared, there's no way he why he should not have been looking at him. He could have threw the ball right in front of him in stride. It would have been a easier catch, but he was trying to be cute, and I think he's playing too cute. And I don't know what's going on, like in his personal life, where if he's getting distracted, you know, he has. <laughs> <laughs> he has he has a new baby. Is he getting you know what it is? You know what it or, is. You know the, it's the white. Uh, go ahead. You know what it is. It's those kids, man. I tell you what, <laughs> they 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 screw your head a whole mind up. But you know, like we don't know what's going on in his head, and like he's trying to play too cute, in my opinion. Like the Ravens game, I don't remember much. I was I couldn't really get into it. I was at a hotel trying to be quiet. Instead of yelling, I was yelling into a pillow, yelling, run, run, run. But the Chargers game, I was like, watching it all, and I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? Like, Patrick Mahomes making so many mistakes that he normally doesn't make. And I, and like, part of me wants to go pull my hair out. And I'm thinking, like, no, we're still good. Um, we have Patrick Mahomes. And hopefully, I'm, it's going to prove that we're still good. It's not going to be a fluke because, like, this would be all horrible. If all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes just goes completely shitty, like we we've been talking, everyone Chiefs fans been talking so great about him. The whole NFL talks great about him, and I mean we're one and two, and we're you know in the, in the top ten power rankings. So you got granted we're ten because everyone's like, well, you have to beat Patrick Mahomes. Hopefully he's not a flop. I don't think he is. <laughs> I, 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 I don't I think, think we're he good is. on the flop, but he's yeah, got but, to get his head but, out of his ass right now. Yeah, he's making some questionable decisions. You're right. And I'm like thinking, like, like he better not be a flop. I'd be mad. Oh, and but the, I don't I think see it's, it's a, it's a after <laughs> agreeing to a ten year, five hundred million dollar contract. Yeah. Like, yes, no, no. I think I got paid. I don't I have to play anymore. <laughs> now hold on. Sir. I think it's a it's a two game slump. I think I think I think yeah. he's allowed a two game slump. Um, we'll we'll see. And uh, you know the offense obviously uh, uh, to to jump ahead a little bit. The offense obviously or the coaching staff re- felt like he needed a little more firepower, so they brought in uh, free agent Josh Gordon. 
quickly before I ask the thoughts, uh, he's a 6'3 receiver. We don't have that type of receiver on the staff right now, but hasn't played since the 2019 season, has been suspended multiple times uh, for uh, the the drugs and whatnot. Um, but uh, let's – Chad, what are your thoughts? Bold mood, Cotton. I mean, you've been spinning – you've been spinning – Six times you said. Hopefully he can stay clean. I mean, I mean, you know, if he pees yellow, they're gonna probably spend him for something. So he better be drinking water, no Gatorade. <laughs> I'm just saying. I actually, you know, all jokes aside, I actually do like the idea of it because he is a big body receiver, and I think he's he's gonna be like. We had Sammy Watkins, and Sammy Watkins, I think, was our biggest receiver when he was on the thing, like tallest, you know, go up for the catch. Didn't show up until the playoffs or Super Bowl. But he's going to be better than Sammy Watkins. And I, th- I like the idea of it because I, I just hope it's going to work out. And then I have another point to bring up after we talk about him. So go ahead on with Steve. <laughs> and here uh, – okay, I'll just let it play. Live press conference from Josh Gordon. (laughs) I'm not. Old new cotton. Yeah. So I like the fact that, you know, we have another weapon, but I can't help but think of my brother in these times. And um, I I don't know who all would be available right now for us to go out and, and grab. Oh, wait, never mind. I do because he went somewhere else, didn't he? Did you guys hear where Richard Sherman went? Yeah. To the Bucks. Yeah. So he was also available, but well, I'm not saying he would have been an immediate impact player because he's old, but. Yeah. You know. He always gets beat, too. Yeah. Like Richard Sherman yeah. always gets beat. So, I mean, he could beat down a door, but he can't, he can't <laughs> guard a wide receiver. And that is scary as hell. Yeah, sc- <laughs> scary. Uh, George gonna... needs to learn how to run away. <laughs> no, um, let, let me jump in real quick. I will say, um, obviously, I feel like if he's clean, which that's a ginormous if, um, he's well, he already passed his drug test. Well, he's got to pass more than one. Uh, <laughs> and he's good in my book. And, I think he's an upgrade from Sammy Watkins if he's clean. Um, but it also shows how the team feels about McCole Hardman, Marcus Robinson, and Byron Pringle. Yep. They are not bought in on those guys taking over that number two spot, which goes back to what I think me and Chad have both said. And I don't know if Steve was on that boat or not. Uh, McCole Hardman is kind of a bust. Bust. <laughs> No, I didn't yeah, want and, it to be uh, true, but over these first few games, I'm I'm annoyed, <laughs> super yeah, annoyed. Yeah. With where, where is you? Well, you see Patrick Mahomes running around, scrambling a little bit, which he said he's going to try to stay in the pocket and trust his line, which they still need a gel. I mean, I get it; they still need a gel, but um, I see Patrick Mahomes running a few times, and uh, you know Hardman's open. And Patrick Mahomes decides to take the ball himself. That goes yep. to show me that he does not trust him at all. Well, I was just say Josh Gordon 
hasn't had a thousand yard receiving year since 2013. So, um, I mean, he's, he, I guess he's, he's scrapped together some yards with, uh, the, he's, he's had separate, separate seasons where he went, played for two different teams. So, but in those seasons, he didn't put up a thousand yards regardless of what team he was on. Uh, but in 13, he had 1600 yards. I mean, a lot of yards. He, if clean, he can get it done. But he's thirty now, but he only has like three full years of actual playing time on his on his legs. So he he should be in good shape. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm it's a it's a it's a low risk high reward because you're not paying anything for it. Smoke weed every day. There you go, Steve. My thing. I'm just taking Steve. I I had something I was gonna say. <laughs> So, uh, I got it. Do we need him to have a thousand yard receiving yard? No, no, we don't. We need him to catch some balls and be like, okay, hey, this guy's playing. And so then they start guarding and free up Kelsey and Hill and all that. Your mom catches balls. Oh, I saw Steve. Steve <laughs> leaned into the microphone. I knew exactly what he was going to say. <laughs> no, that's, that's good. Um, no, out, I, out of I, out of all our mothers, I think my mom's probably the only one that listens. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out. <laughs> well, mom, love you. Don't worry. Love you, Nancy. Don't worry. Don't worry. I will. Steve later. You're going to do what to me? <laughs> Leave me out of it. <laughs> I think that's a that's an insinuation of something different, Chad. Up and down, motion. <laughs> no. Okay, we are on the same page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Took a weird turn. So, uh, dang it. No, my only other point about, you know, we got an offensive player. Honestly, the last two games, I feel like our defense actually is a lot better than Jimmy thought. Yeah, we couldn't stop some of them sometime, all that. Go ahead and make those faces. But in the beginning – Let's go back to the Ravens game, though. In the beginning, we shut them down. But they did better in the Chargers game. No, but I said in the beginning of the the beginning. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chad. No, I'll, I'll wait. No, you guys, you want to scream. Like, I don't know how your voice got so yeah, high. I was Steve, agreeing but... with you. <laughs> I, was... I was agreeing with you, Chad. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying, in the beginning <laughs> in the beginning of the Ravens game, we stopped I'm them. I'm going to hang know... up this phone. Okay, goodbye. So in the beginning of the Ravens game, we, 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 we held them, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a great game. And then it was like, oh, okay, not very good. But the Chargers game, we actually looked really good. I just feel like we just got wore down because our offense can do nothing. And so then we're like, hey, we need to build up our offense more. Because our defense, you know, we can't win championships with defense. We can only win championships with Mahomes. That's what, you know, that's what they say sure. in the in the books. So it's just funny to me <laughs> yeah. that Kansas City, the organization, believes that we need more offense than defense. That was my other point I was going to say a while back ago, but I just wanted to get it out and, and then say goodnight. 
I I agree. I think uh, you know I don't know who's out there for the defense. I I don't. Richard Sherman's not anything I give a crap about. Um, I thought the defense played better in the Chargers game. And to Chad's point, when your offense commits four turnovers, your defense is going to do a lot worse than what they'd started out doing. And so this is – you know what? To me, Josh Gordon didn't have to catch a pass. You know what he's going to do? He's going to make defenses guard Tyree Kill differently because he's going to demand respect from those defenses. So you've got Josh Gordon out there. You can't always double-team Tyree Kill because of it. I think they'll guard Travis Kelsey the same because they use different pieces to guard Travis Kelsey. But this is going to be huge for Tyreek Hill as long as Josh Gordon's out there. So he just has to stay clean to be out there to be that decoy for Tyreek Hill. In my opinion, that's all he really has to be. It'd be nice to see him be productive too. That'd be great for him personally. But but for wins, I think it, it means more to Tyreek Hill and the production that he could have with Josh Gordon out there. But uh, that's that's kind of all I had about Josh Gordon. I think we all put in our po- points on that. Uh, you know, we're going to we'll probably move on to this week's game against the Eagles. Anybody have any thoughts? Chiefs open up as seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, any thoughts on the Chiefs versus Eagles this Sunday? I hope we win is my first thought. <laughs> um, Correct. Another, another one other thing that I forgot to mention earlier is how close are we to being zero and three right now? Like, if we really take a step back and think about it, like we yeah. need we need a statement game, and I hope to God that Philly is the game that we just destroy them and get Andy Reid his one hundredth career uh, win as a Chiefs head coach because he's been sitting on ninety nine now for two losses. So we can't we can't get him that hundredth victory. Right? Isn't that crazy that he'll we had to lose two games? So he maybe could do it maybe he did it on purpose. Maybe he did it on purpose. Yeah, I was saying maybe he did it on purpose. I was, I was about ready to say maybe he'll get his hundredth win <laughs> against Eagles. How but, did we not talk about Coach going to the hospital right after oh, the yeah. game? Andy uh, Reid. Shout out to Andy Reid. Yeah, I think it was better. dehydration, but he's out and everything, but. It was out of abundance of a, of caution that they took him in an ambulance, but and, and, I think they said it was for severe dehydration. Right. And shout out to dude. Kansas City. You know, the people in Kansas City, I was actually traveling home the following day on Monday, come back to Tennessee. For, we drove up to Kansas City. We actually saw the hospital he was at, and there was a bunch of people with signs, you know, prayer for you, Andy, and all that. So it was the greatest thing, like, driving by. I was looking like, Maybe we should go in. I'll put on my, you know, hospital scrub that I have, but that's for different purposes. Me and my wife like to do, but you know, go in there and try to go in there and, you know, and see if I can doctor. actually see him. No, she plays doctor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, that is cool you're, that you saw that. You're getting hospital. a royal check. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. Ha- yeah. Flushing the know, tranny, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> this is water, even. It's not even alcohol. <laughs> Just flushing the train. That's new. I like it. Uh, it's, a, it's a tough task, too. Uh, <laughs> um, no, continue prayers for Andy Reid. Uh, obviously, it looks yes. like he's on the mend, but uh, you know that's that's you, you got to worry about that. You have a you have an older coach that's you know. You know, this team, this team is nowhere too. without Andy Reid, you know. 
Yeah, he's had health issues in the past. He's nowhere. You know, the, this team, this team is nowhere without Andy Reid. I mean, I know we have Mahomes and stuff like that, but the turnaround overall with this organization is Andy Reid solely. Agreed. And and you know, so so we need him to we need him to hang on for a long time. <laughs> we do. But, we uh, really do. And, the, yeah. and the players love him too. They love playing for him. And we're not Absolutely. even going to take LaShawn McCoy's opinion in on that because he's a he's he's a loser. So all he his is. current all his LaShawn McCoy. Or was it Le'Veon? Was it Le'Veon Bell? Yep. You know what? We get oh, mixed up sorry. because they're the same person. Sorry, just, you're right. Just... <laughs> yeah, they both have two Super rings. <laughs> Feeding off everybody else's success. Yeah. <laughs> both those guys. <laughs> Oh, and one more thing. I don't know if, how many Super Bowls Le'Veon Bell has, but I just did that. What's your predictions? For this game? Um, I don't have – I didn't actually have one. I should have written it down because we usually so, do that. I didn't. You want me to go on a rant while you think about it? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. So the Eagles played the Dallas Cowboys. They lost 21-41. to 41. The Cowboys didn't look that good that game. And Chiefs just lost to San Diego Chargers. Um, I'm trying to slow down my words because the rant is about over. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to find out where it's headed. I, I have no idea. I'd rather bring up Bambi's dad again. So my, <laughs> my predictions on this game, honestly, I feel like we'll come back from a win. And – I think we're, you know, I've been saying in the 30s every each week. So I'm going to keep it right there. Our Chiefs are going to score 35s, 35, not just not 35s. Chiefs not are going to score. Yeah, not plural. Chiefs are going to score 35. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. those pesty birds, you know, fly, eagle, fly. Go you birds. Know, whatever. <laughs> Go birds. I, don't, I was trying to do the chant. They're going to score 22. We're going to come out with a win this week. And I'm telling you this. I bet you my third nut that we're going to win 35 to 22. Hopefully you, know you guys got your, got your predictions because I literally am done with my rant. I, I wrote down my prediction and I about shit a brick because I started, I also have the chiefs with 35, but we differed on, I thought that, I've got 35 to 30 and just because I'm, I'm hoping that we go up and they get like maybe some garbage time to kind of close the gap. But yeah. That's kind it of, it seems yeah. like our defense has been, um, you know, I think Sean pointed out the magical number of 30. If we can hold them to 30 points, we should win a game. And then <laughs> right. that's, that's not always happening that way. So I would like right. for them to get 30 points and we get more than 30 points and we win the game. So 35, right. 30 chiefs win. Nice. So I've been I've been hanging on to thirty one because for some reason I keep thinking the Chiefs are going to score thirty one points every week and I don't know why they haven't. Uh, so <laughs> so I'll I'll stick with thirty one thirty one twenty four is my score prediction. Um, but I think that twenty four I think like I said the previous weeks which that didn't pan out either. Uh, I I think that twenty four will come later in a in a comeback you know uh, garbage time situation. But I think ultimately the Chiefs will have this game in the bag through most of it. 
I don't believe in Jalen Hurts. I he may end up being a good quarterback eventually, but to me, he's not there yet. Uh, before the season started, I thought this looked like a trap game. Fortunately, I guess you could say fortunately, uh, the Chiefs have lost two straight, so they can't really look at trap games anymore. Uh, this needs to be a team they go out and beat the hell out of, and I think. I think that's going to be the message. It's Andy Reid's old team. He doesn't want to get he, – he, he, I don't think since – if uh, I don't have the stat, but uh, I think since he's came to Kansas City, we've played Philly twice, and we beat them both times, I think. Okay, okay, here's – don't don't throw, out, don't throw out stats because it's the same thing. They threw out stats against Baltimore saying, mm-hmm. hey, you know, Lamar Jackson's never beat – you know, Patrick Mahomes, guess what he did. Mahomes never lost right. or threw an interception in September. Guess what? He did now twice in both games. Yep. So my thing is, Sean, you always said you think there's a script. How is this not a <laughs> script? Get his 100th win in Philly. Good night. That's, yeah, that's exactly what it is. I think I think the NFL writes it, and we just play along, and, and this is a great storyline. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh Hey, Steve, you got anything to close us out on? Um, let me see. I didn't really come prepared. Um, what's the difference between black-eyed peas and chickpeas? <laughs> what? Black-eyed what? peas can sing a song. Chickpeas can only hum us one. You, you dirty <laughs> bastards thought I was going a weird way, didn't you? <laughs> Okay. Hummus. Hummus. Hummus jokes here on the Kingdom Rewind. <laughs> For those who don't know, hummus is made of chickpeas. Thanks. I was one of those. <laughs> yeah. I had a feeling. Oh, that's a good, damn it. <laughs> you thought I was talking about chicks peeing on somebody. Nah. <laughs> we keeps it clean. We keeps it clean. <laughs> I have a video of that. I can just watch that later. Oh, gross. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, well, th- thank you, Steve. That was good. Um, I guess that'll, that'll do it. I, I, I feel pretty pretty good about this show this week. Hopefully hopefully, we'll be able to produce the damn thing. This is a shit show. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It's, it's good. You know, we got our score predictions in. We talked about the games. Chad's blood alcohol level got real high. <laughs> <laughs> And I keep misremembering people's names and stats, so so it's, it's been yes. it's been fun. Oh, and, okay, he's mouth breathing now. We gotta go. Okay. You gotta close it now. That's where we're gonna close it. Close it on hummus. All right, guys, Chiefs fans, thanks for sticking this one Obviously out with us. We'll uh, let, let, let go, Chiefs. <laughs> Later, <laughs> to the Chiefs' kingdom, you guys are world champions once again. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Arrowhead Live Podcast Network. Go Chiefs!